Welcome everybody to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. We are back with a brand new episode to discuss the latest entry into the MCU, Captain Marvel, uh, which is a movie and it made a bazillion dollars. <laughs> uh, and always here to break it down, have the a real late, late at night discussion you want to have breaking down the movie after the fact is my good buddy Frankie Marsilio out in BK. How you doing tonight, dude? Doing great. Uh, I have to say, you, you mentioned that it's late night, but this whole daylight savings makes it like not that dark yet. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think they're gonna do do away with it, man. It sounds like everybody's just on board with getting rid of daylight savings time. I I think they. I I don't know. It really messes me up. Not like a. I know there's no excuse. Like the whole internet is connected to our phones and stuff. I'm not like, oh, I'm I missed something by an hour. It's just that. It messes up my rhythm, my sleep. There's my, like, there's uh, more accidents during this kind of time when uh, really yeah when daylight savings time because people are messed up and they're groggy. So yeah okay so just this anyway. past weekend uh, we uh, saw the premiere of uh, Captain Marvel for everybody out there uh, in the world and it got a huge fucking opening. Uh, 153 million dollars U.S. and a little bit under half a. Uh, it didn't make all the way to a billion. It's like 455. It's like really close to half halfway to a billion, and it'll go further along. Um, I saw this movie alone at 9 a.m. It's a whole. It's a whole <laughs> long story. Um, Wait, were you in Rochester? No, I was home, and I went, oh, and okay. I. It, it's it's uh, it's horrible. Anyway, uh, and then I had to go and travel all weekend and do stuff, and I just wanted to know what happened. (laughs) I was like, I can know what happens. I can know what happens right now. And then there was a 9 o'clock movie, and I'm like, I'm going now. (laughs) Bye. Bye. And I just... Wait, so where did you see it? I saw it at Newport. I didn't see it in a good theater. Okay. And then later that afternoon, I flew away. So we... You saw it in a good one. Yeah, we saw it in IMAX. Like, there was... At one point supposed to be like eight of us and then it was down to like two so megan and i went but like we got to the city and we had a really nice dinner beforehand and we were like not rushed at all and we like i think for the first time since i remember like went to the amex theater and like we walked in to the theater itself like as soon as they opened it awesome so like seven o'clock rolls around they're like okay yeah you can go and you can swipe in and like the lights are on. It's huge. Like I, I know how big it is and how big the screen is, right. but when it's empty in there, it's like insane. Um, but so that was kind of cool. Like just be able to kind of relax and 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 take it all in. Like and I mean, we had a, a very full crowd on a Saturday night. Um, I'm sure. But like, like I don't know. I want to say something about uh, just like general like culture these days. Like I find it so incredibly difficult. You alluded to it. Like. Saturday, the movie came out. What did maybe there were screenings Wednesday night, but definitely Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I find it so hard to avoid any spoilers. Yeah, like you, you like you really can't look on the internet at all. No, like, you have to kind of go dark. I, it, it makes me nervous for uh, Avengers even that if yeah. that we're gonna have to really work hard to get opening weekend or else what the fuck like <laughs> like yeah you know? like the, I was spoiled on like two like minor-ish things, but, you know, things that people have been talking about since. Yeah, we won't, and we won't say that now. We'll talk about no. that in the spoiler section later. 
Uh, so okay, that's just frustrating. Yeah. But otherwise, is. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, okay, but uh, generally speaking, like, uh, was this like a was it like a loud and like having a fun time crowd, or was this like a chilling Saturday night kind of crowd? No, this was a fun time crowd. I mean, I I don't think there is really any spoiler to say that there's a big tribute to Stan Lee in this movie. Oh yeah. It's awesome. And people were cheering and clapping and like it, it, it started off on the right foot and it definitely went that way for us. The movie. Okay. Yeah. Was, were there anyone else? Was there anyone else at the 9am screening with you? Yes. Uh, it was little kids. Uh, so I felt really Great. bad because the one, they were like a little, there were two little kids like sitting right next to me. Like, and I would be the guy, like the weird guy sitting on the end. And, like, I didn't want to sit there, so I sat in the front row, and then I had to move because people were sitting in the front row. It was, oh, man. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I, but I watched it in the front row, and so I could see it as big as I could in that small theater. But it was, like, little kids, so it wasn't really a loud crowd. Okay. Um, people didn't really know what was going on. Okay, so. I, okay. Uh, all right. We would be remiss if we were going to be internet content people and we didn't talk about what everybody is talking about in the internet content of this movie, and that is the Rotten Tomatoes and uh, all this uh, hating on bullshit. And it's just and it's just sucks. And uh, there we mentioned it, <laughs> and now we can move on. It's, it's horrible. I mean, it, like it's just it, it's so stupid. And still to this, I mean, obviously it's only been out a few days, but like you still see like I'm in some of these forums and stuff and. It's like, up. Oh, sorry, guys, we had to, you know, get rid of that troll. Like, just another one that we thought was one of our friends. Like, come on. Like, yeah. it just it, it blows my mind. Um, and it, it just continues to happen. Like, it happened when around when the movie was getting reviews and Rotten Tomatoes and everything. They had to. And then it, and it came again when the movie actually did drop. And so um, it's just a shame that, like, people can't just appreciate this movie that people have been ex- excited for for years now. Like this movie was announced like f- five years ago or something like that. It's true. So, um, yeah, it, it's a bummer, but I, I, I think the, the box office, um, and the, the fans that are excited about it is kind of a big middle finger to all those people because it shows like people showed up and they want to see it and they want to see more of her and obviously more of this universe. Like that's, yeah, without, goes without saying. So I feel you. Okay, so uh, now that we talked about that, let's talk about the movie and our spoiler-free content portion of the discussion. Um, okay, so uh, I think that this movie, like, it's a really great introduction for Captain Marvel uh, and a really great entry into, uh, you know, for Alison Brie. I think she was really good. Brie Larson. Brie, La- Brie Larson. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the other The other, the other one, Brie. Yeah. Uh, Brie Larson was really great, um, and Sam Jackson was, you know, right there. It's amazing how Sam Jackson is just in all these movies. He's in yeah. all of them. You know, c- considering that he, like, sort of was taking a break for a while, it seemed like. You know, he, like, had his little Age of Ultron cameo, and then he was gone for a long time. It's like, nope, I, I want to be in these again. <laughs> like, he's, like, definitely a, a big featured player. He's, he's not just, like, a – he's more of – of a supporting cast in this movie than like in Iron Man two, even totally like some of the other ones. He's in it the whole movie. Yeah. So, okay. 
Um, I think something that, uh, you know, I, I will say, though, is I don't think this is the best MCU film. I think that this movie is very much like a setup movie. It, it feels, it, uh, it doesn't, it's so, it's so overloaded. There's a lot going on, and I, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I think it's okay. I think, I think this is a good movie. It's fine for kind of what, it, uh, what it's able to do, but I think that there's, like, problems with the pacing. I don't think that it, like, th there's not very many action scenes, and, like, considering, like, when they were pitching this movie that there was going to be a, it's, they're going for, like, a Terminator 2 vibe. Um, you know, I just didn't really feel that. I thought that the, you know, um, the, uh, the, some of the casting was kind of cool, and it was a little, but uh, also it was a little bit, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love it. I don't, I don't, I love the, I love the post-credit scene. I love the implications. I'm happy with this entry, but I feel like a lot of this movie will be determined by what happens in Endgame and how we relate to her character there. Like, how much is what she's been doing have to do with Thanos? I don't think that mm -hmm. much. So, like. It's going to be interesting to see how she plays against, you know, our favorite people and it, what's going to happen from there on. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think this. Um, sorry, I, I don't want, like if no, do you okay. have any other no. thoughts on it. No, but, you like, can. You so can go. I I like this movie. I think I it sounds like I liked it a little bit more than you. Um, I don't have like a rating or scale or whatever but no I, I enjoyed it a lot i had a lot of fun watching it and um it, it is definitely an origin story and i think it does some interesting things in that it um in terms of an origin story she, she starts the, the film with her powers and her abilities and like it, she doesn't have her memories and so it's like we're learning about her as she's learning about her and so i think that's kind of a, a cool storytelling take that we haven't really done in the MCU yet. Um, no, it's it has it has a few little nuances here, but like I just, um, I'm 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 sorry to compare this to something else, but I kind of had a different vibe, kind of from what I know of Captain Marvel and her kind of cosmicness and kind of what she represents through her you know abilities that they were kind of portraying and setting up. Like we just saw like Thor Ragnarok, which was so yeah. colorful and had so much. Um, you know, beautiful spectacle to it that, it, you know, you're able to really get lost in kind of the craziness of it all. And you're just like in it. Whereas this, I think it's, it, it's, I'm not saying that this movie takes itself too seriously, but like this movie just takes a lot of time to, you know, not really show you a ton of the fighting and like make it seem fun. Like it just doesn't, yeah. it, when she's fighting, it doesn't feel fun. It feels like, Oh, she has to fight because she has to do this and or not prove anything at all. But like it, it just felt, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I, I kind of disagree a little bit. I feel like this is a little bit maybe towards the end of the movie, but I feel like she's having a blast, like as she's fighting, and you know, really kind of revels in her abilities and stuff like that. I, I think maybe that comes more with like her confidence in who she like realize that she is versus like when she was more just like a, I don't, I guess we, I don't want to say too much before like spoiler free stuff, but um, I don't know. I think she, she had fun. I think she's really great. Um, she, as in Brie Larson, I think she had, did a really good job. Um, 
and it like it does have you know a cosmic level to it but i do agree with you in that i wanted more but i guess that's kind of maybe where we'll get with sequels like this took place on earth a lot more than i think i thought it would um oh and i, I think... was uh, no like okay um to me this movie feels like you know uh i don't know that they were like trying to like spice it spice it spice it up you know there's like some like funny scenes um and then like the the references like okay i think that the references were good but i think it was maybe a lot of references and like hmm. i just wrote a whole song about references and like this is like a lot of references <laughs> what do you what do you I think i get I, I don't know. I, I, maybe it went by so fast, but I, I feel like they almost didn't do it enough. Like it, maybe it was just like not in that sweet spot, you know? Okay. It was like peppered there and it was like enough to be distracting. That's like, oh yeah, this is a, a movie set place in the nineties, but like they could have like ramped it up even more and it like would have been even more in your face, but then it would have been not, like not the cosmic level. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm trying to compare it to like guardians of the galaxy one, for example, where like that stuff's in there a lot. But, and... but like guardians of the galaxy is like funky fresh. Like it's a, it's a talking tree and a talking raccoon that's yelling and like shooting <laughs> crazy guns and fighting and rocking around this tree. Like she's listen, I'm not take, saying that she's not powerful and like an awesome, like, the you know the the clips that you've seen in the trailers where she's fighting outside you know and flying in space like the, those sequences are at times thrilling but i find most of the uh fighting is is very um it's very plot thick and plot heavy like it's always like it's uh it's there's more going on than like just like the fight the fighting and, yeah and that's uh, true so uh it, so in that it's cool um okay let's talk about things i did like i love i love nick fury i loved colson uh, i love the friend i thought the actress who played marie rambo and the uh her daughter um were really good and very and awesome i loved ben mendelson i think ben mendelson is is easily uh one of the the best character actors acting out there right now he's just killing it with these great roles he was uh in uh, Rogue One, he's fucking menacing in that movie. He goes up against Darth Vader. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then here he's a scroll, and he's he's badass, man. He's great. Yeah. Uh, he, he definitely steals the show. Um, he's a great actor. And, like, I, I love Jude Law, but, you know, I think, you know, it, he, he did a good job, but I, I think they, they clearly gave that like really important um, weighty role to Ben Mendelsohn and not as much to Jude Law. Like Jude Law could totally do that. Well, that's like, he could do more. Right. But, but that's if you like invert the, su the storyline yeah. and we're going with like a Cree, you yeah. know, pr a pro Cree world, you know, there were, there was also, we were told there wasn't going to be Marvel in this movie. So, okay. You're right. So let's put up our spoiler flag because we're both dancing around some things that it's like hard, hard not to talk about because yeah, I mean, we've been anticipating this movie for a long time and we had ideas of what it was going to be. And then a lot of things kind of yeah, were pulled out let's talk from underneath us. Yeah. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk a little about some uh, upset expectations and we're going to give the spoiler warning in three, two, 
one. So, yeah, spoilers, you fucks. If you haven't seen it, you're fucked now. We're about to spoil it. Okay, we're going to do it. We're, we're really going to do it, you guys. Uh, okay, so, all right, spoiler alert, final warning. All right, so Annette Benning is Marvell. Um, and I thought that was awesome. I, I thought th- that was awesome. Too. I, I appreciated that. I thought that was a great refit on the story. It takes the sexual component away from Marvel and and uh, what was Ms. Marvel at that time. Uh, that's kind of like the original origin of the comic. So now to do it like in this updated one that comes from a few years ago and kind of invert it with a new version of Marvel, I think is a really cool thing. I also liked the uh, conceit that you don't see what the supreme intelligence looks like i thought that was pretty cool that they made it like contact that was like a kind of a 90s subtle throwback i thought that's a good point it's a good reference like because that means that annette benning's pulling like double triple duty in this and that she has more to do and she can act as marvell and as a supreme intelligence which is really cool because like we only see supreme intelligence from carol's perspective right right we don't see it from anybody else so it's really those scenes, I think, are, are some of the best, but uh, Mr. Sunday Movies, like, he pointed this out, like, okay, so Nevermind wasn't on vinyl until 1996, so there was mm-hmm. no way she could have been playing Come As You Are in, in, the, in that scene. It's a very cool, yeah. it's a very cool idea, <laughs> and, like, I guess, sure. if you, I guess if you take it that, like, Carol Danvers was riding around and really liked Come As You Are, and then in her mind meld with the Supreme Intelligence, she thought that she would have gotten it on vinyl and then was playing it on vinyl because she remembers the 80s. I mean, that's a long fucking walk in the park, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I mean, I think there... And there are several things throughout that, like, you know, there's the the Mallrats script with... Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Like, if you just kind of... You gotta like let go of certain things. Like this is a fictional world, <laughs> so maybe Mallrats wasn't released exactly when it was released, but it still came out that year. But, like, but even further than that, like the implications of the Mallrats was maybe a little bit too big, and like that's a little bit crazy because why would Stan Lee be making a cameo in Mallrats if he didn't create Spider Man and all the characters we know and appear in this? Uh, you know, and appear in this movie. Like, there's no reason yeah. for him to do it if he didn't create the Marvel characters. So, is he like really this omnipotent watcher kind of character that like I, is secret- might be. secretly creating he everything? Creates and like, or or he's just uh, not that he's creating them, but that he's like prophetic and yeah. that he he knows what's coming or something. Sure. Or or th- this is just. Um, our universe Stanley playing a character that looks like Stanley that is going up for the part of somebody else that, you know, would go on to cameo. I, and, I would and, love like, to see what like, I, I would love to see what like Marcus and McFeely would say, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. get them, I mean, get them on the line. What, what, what is that about? Uh, okay. So, uh, all right. So moving forward, uh, I think there's, a, a, I loved the flurkin. I love, oh. I love the cat. Goose the cat was great. Um, great, you great know, character. Yeah, it was fun to have like an animal in a Marvel movie. Um, it was very, uh, you know, a- uh, alien aliens. You know, where she has the cat. Uh, Ripley yeah. has the cat yeah, in the yeah. movie. Uh, it's cool. Uh, I appreciated that. I, yeah, I mean, I think the the thing though, and I don't know. I I appreciate it. I think that there are people that are a little bit upset about that. That's how Nick loses his eye. 
But like, I guess the thing is, if if I were a super spy, and people were asking me all the time, well, how'd you lose your eye? I I feel like you start this tale of like what you would have dreamed it to have been, and then like. You know, it's like, last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. It's like, you believe this tale of this crazy thing that happens, but really you just got scratched by an alien cat. Like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I, I feel you. I think that it's much more fun if we never know why Nick Fury lost his eye, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, this is just like some like fun like retcon that they are able to do because of the position of this movie in the Marvel Universe at this time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they can yeah, only yeah. do a reference like that and make that the point of it. Almost like how they, you know, how they end that episode of Seinfeld, the uh, the betrayal, when they go back in time and they end with Jerry and Kramer meeting. <laughs> this is that equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, here we are in the ninth season of Seinfeld and we're going to go all the way back to 1986. 87 or whatever and yeah. and show you what these guys looked like again you know yeah, so yeah. that that's all that that is right now in yeah. my opinion so I'm, I'm i'm cool with letting that slide i think the mall rats script is more crazy because then like kevin smith his immediate tweet was like did i survive the snap what the fuck like <laughs> like am I, did i make it what the hell's happening uh right. so okay um let's talk about uh all right, let's talk about some of the uh, the twisty twisties and yeah. the uh, the pibbity poppities. Okay, so in the, the typical like Fantastic Four, you know what are we the Golden Age, you know Fantastic Four universe? The Skrulls are always bad guys, and sure. that they use their kind of you know shape shifting ability to be bad people and to do bad things, and it's not that they are like a persecuted refugee species. However, that idea is kind of cool. And that if you take it that, like, the Kree have really whittled them down to very few of the scrolls, it makes their powers that much more significant in a way. And it kind right. of heightens the scrolls in a cool way. So I'm 100% for that twist. What did you think? I, I, I really like that twist. I think, you know, that's not something that I felt like was given away in any of the marketing. You know, th- through the marketing, you, you, you're, you're supposed to feel like, Carol is part of the Cree and that she's supportive and that uh, support supports their mission and that the scrolls are these bad people and that they're gonna, you know, take over the earth and like that's going with our expectations. And so, you know, to to change that I thought was really important and like one of the most important emotional beats of the movie where you have, you know, Talos, Ben Mendelssohn's character uh, you know, really opening up to her. I was like, at first I was like, he, is he tricking her? Is he, and then like, it, he's truly I thought, genuine. I thought it was trickery as well. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was, that was fine. Um, I thought that the, the twisticle with Marvell. So uh, where, you know, we learned that. And, and then also that we know that for a fact that uh, Carol is, a, her, she gets her powers directly from an infinity stone. Yes, she does. So, which is also different from the comics, but you know, I think. But what do we know about people who are who get their powers from Infinity Stones? Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, they have the ability to destroy them. Exactly. So now, like it, it sets her character up in a different trajectory for Thanos. So, like yeah. one of the things I've been thinking of is like, can Carol, like, can she travel 
through space like on her own like we saw her in the ship but like could can she travel through space and time too i mean like, she like certainly Thor? was able to she like she was flying in space right. next to the ship like as they took off to find the home world um but i don't it doesn't seem at this point that she has the ability to like snap to... her fingers and go into a new location okay um that would be crazy um, okay, so, uh, so this brings us to the portion of the discussion where I just want to elaborate a little bit on uh, uh, Clark Gregg and uh, Agent Coulson, who uh, yeah. I fucking miss, man. I miss him. And, like, this movie, something we were talking about earlier, is, like, this movie is, like, Iron Man 2 again in a different way. Because it's, like, yeah. all the it's, – it's really setting up a chessboard – of putting all your characters in different places to bring them onto the table. Like, you see in Iron Man 2 the map where all the superheroes are, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when they do that there, you know, they're literally telling you, this is where we're going. This is the roadmap we're going to take. And this movie kind of felt a lot like that in, in that way, too, in that you see, you know, where Captain Marvel stacks up against the other powered heroes, kind of how she uses her powers, which... I don't think that they spent enough time doing. And I think that we all could have benefited from seeing uh, a training sequence for uh, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, uh, learning a little bit more how to use these new powers. Because right. I feel like this movie really lacked any stakes of her abilities. We never You see her fall, but you don't see why she falls. We, we are made to believe that it's because... You know, she's made to be inadequate, and she doesn't know what she's doing, and she's going too fast, and she's not careful. And that's all fine, and that's all good. But something I would have liked to see is, like, her earn the respect for her cosmic powers. She, we, didn't, we don't need to know how she learns to become a great pilot. We know she's a great pilot from the comics. That's, that's built in there. We know that right. she has these powers uh, from the comics, too. But the thing that we don't get to see is how she's learning how to use them and implement them and how you know she's being a force for good that line that they said in the in the trailer where we're noble warrior heroes we're not just warrior heroes you know right so i don't know yeah i mean i think she um the the reason why we couldn't see that was because we were made to believe that or where she was under the control of yon rog and like and the kree that they have this chip on her so it, but still, you're right. Like they, when they when she busts out and and uses her power, it it should feel um, new and like surprising to her instead of like, okay, I can do all this crazy shit. I'm just gonna do it. You know, like there's well, not even that, but like just like the fight sequence in the beginning is so uh, it's it's like it's it's so sparring, but it's not like Neo and Morpheus when they spar for the first time. You know what right. I mean? And you're watching these two guys fighting in this surreal universe that has different rules and different regulations of how you can move around, and they're engaging in this kind of combat. We know going in that she has these powers, but we're not, like, learning about how she earned them or how she, like, uses them. We really just, like, see her using them and yeah. just, like, rehearsing fight choreography with her buddy and that they these people kind of use this, I would imagine... To like kind of get their stress out because they're they're fighters they're killers yeah so I, I get I get that angle of it yeah I, I mean I guess what it all kind of boils down to that you know something else I want to talk about is how um, I thought it was interesting 
um, how they implanted fake memories in her. Um, you know, where the towards the beginning of the movie where we see the scrolls looking through her memories, like obviously the Kree have this kind of technology too because they're the ones that altered it. And I think that that's why we don't get her, you know, learning how to use her powers. I, I, I don't know if they if she ever did. I think they just sort of like rewatch. Like, go. They just booted her up they, with some. They booted her up and like Trinity. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. Which, which is hard, and I think that that's one of those things about this movie that may um, may not hold up as well. Is just like the, the idea of um, her loss of memory and like on a upon a rewatch it's it might be feel a little frustrating um just because we know like really the outcome and that everything was kind of being suppressed for all this time um so yeah uh, but are we gonna really are we gonna explore there or like will we pick up will captain marvel 2 take place beyond what happens after endgame like are we gonna go back in time for the captain marvel sequel I think so. So, like, before this movie came out, I was like, okay, they're going to explain how she gets to 2019 with the Avengers, and then anything after that is going to be, you know, present day, and then we'll have, you know, Monica be her, like, buddy partner and all this stuff. But I think that they leave so much open in between, and they really don't explain, you know, where she – like where she's been all this time. It's like 25 years or something. Like, I think we're going to get another sequel, like a a la how they're doing with wonder woman. Um, Uh. I think we're going to go back and see like the misadventures of captain Marvel in space against Kree. Like we're going to see the big Kree war. Yeah. And I think that's why they, they leave all these seeds at the end. It's like, okay, we're going to get you a home world. Okay. I'm going to take down the Supreme intelligence. Okay. I'm going to, but like if, if she shows up in Endgame and like, she's like, yeah, I defeated the Kree. And then like, we're all like, and she goes and beats Thanos. And then the next movie is her defeating the Kree. Like, who cares? <laughs> you're, you're you're not wrong. Um, and so, so maybe 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 there's something else. Like but... I, I no, I think it's gonna go forward. I think that I think that there's gonna be a reset. Like I, I don't know. Like I or whatever takes place in the new timeline takes place in the new timeline. Like I don't even think that these movies. You know, it's gonna be interesting. This is a this is the '90s. Like it it's not. I mean, it, we've talked about it the whole time, but this is definitely. If you have to think of like what true mashup of this is it's not terminator it's just a 90s movie you know what i mean yeah 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 um okay uh anything else uh we want to talk about here before we get into um other shit um the yeah i think if we bring her up to to present day i mean yeah i mean everything could possibly change with with uh end game they can change her timeline whatever I, I think what they don't explain though and is and maybe we'll get that in endgame is like where she's been and why fury never called her or did fury try to call her like it, it just it's all very gray still mm-hmm. um so hopefully we get some of those answers um yeah so i i, I think the the other things that i wanted to kind of cover is how um Captain Marvel obviously is the first uh, female-led superhero movie in the MCU. Yeah. Um, but she's not the first female-led superhero movie. Um, no. And or 
female-led hero movie or anything. But obviously, we had um, Wonder Woman come out two years ago, um, and I think that's kind of the the big one I was thinking about comparing it to. Um, because we actually happened to watch it again recently, um, and I hadn't w- watched it since w- in the theater. And you know that movie. I like it a lot um, upon watching it again. There's definitely more issues with it than I kind of remembered. Um, but like Gal Gadot, it's just awesome. Um, and she's so fantastic. She's so fantastic. But like the thing, the, the biggest difference is that, you know, and I think this starts with the comic books as well, is that Wonder Woman and, and the women of Themyscira are all very highly sexualized. Like even though they are muscular and, wearing armor and her badass fighters like wonder woman throughout the movie is wearing like nothing and captain marvel carol danvers is always in her creep fight fight suit or in you know her jeans and her denim and everything and and like i think that's kind of a a very clear difference what do you think yeah um yeah you're right you're right. Yeah, she comes I, from that. She comes from that Snyderverse. Yeah. You know, and like that's, that's kind of his like his aesthetic for everything. You know, like he he's intentional with that kind of stuff. But I don't think that that makes it you know different or, or better. I think that something that Wonder Woman has that I think you know I think Captain Marvel. Unfortunately, I I'm sorry. I don't think it does have the one standout scene that you go back and you're like that was fucking great. Like the the funky, the, yeah, the no tr- man, the, the sheet in the no man's land. Yeah. The no man's land when she's going up there and she's like, I am no man. And she goes up and she's defending the bullets. Like every inch of that scene is excellent. And, and you're there with her. It's hyper realized kind of like a saving private Ryan. You're, yeah. and you just, uh, you're experiencing her experience, her powers in a way that matters. And yeah. I think that, you know, we she's so used to having her powers, and we're so used to the the expectation that she has powers that there isn't like, uh, you know, there isn't her the the myth, you know, the old myth that Luke Skywalker could pull a star destroyer out of the sky, you know, like she's like she doesn't feel like that kind of threat, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I I'm sorry, like I I I love it. I thought she was great, and I, but. You know the, that train sequence we saw in the trailers, so I, that doesn't count. No. And and uh, I'm sorry, like I, I, I really, I really did want to go and love this movie. You know me. I mean, this it's very <laughs> rare that I, 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 I even think this movie is like it's not. It's not even bad. It's just not great, and it's not up to the par of the other Marvel movies mm-hmm. that that they're doing right now. Yeah, and and I think you know the that sequence in in Wonder Woman is i mean she's determined um to save people um and that's kind of like her her obviously her main goal is to stop war uh, the literal embodiment of it but she's also wants to save people's lives and be a hero and the thing that i i mentioned to megan that i was like i wish they did this sequence differently in captain marvel when when she finally has her powers fully in the ship and she like goes on and takes on all of star force like yes that's really epic and awesome but like i would have much rather seen her being you know the one to 
to help the 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 scrolls and like she she basically was like oh you know get these guys off the ship i'll hold them back for you like she and then maybe that's a character no, you're difference right. no you're right like, in in terms of their 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 priorities but we've their... seen that they're like they're putting that into the dc characters like that's an intention yeah. that, that that they've been putting in that these at the end of the day the superheroes have to save people and yeah. that we see that that's not a priority in the marvel movies it isn't it's just yeah. it's just not uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, she the, her her mission is to help save the scrolls, but you know, I, to actively be doing it and pushing people out of the way, you know, and all that was not really what was there, and no. that, that was something I noticed. That was just like, oh, she's just stalling because she's powerful, and like, it, it's it's fun and it's a, it's a really cool scene. Um, but you know, to, to be playing the, like the hot potato with the, the tesseract, oh, which we haven't talked about yet. So, oh um, fuck. Okay, so. All right, the tesseract is fine. I mean, the continuity all checks out. We've all yep. done the, we've all done the math, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's it's you know she got it from Stark, and there you go. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't really matter. Like she, was I think, but I think shield, it comes, I think that's fine. I think it also <laughs> comes back to the fact that like the this tesseract is still like the cosmic cube, and like at the end of the day, the cosmic cube was the most fun and like the most used Infinity Gem, you know, of all of them. Yeah. So if, you know, you get one movie with an Infinity Stone here or there, we've been dealing with the fucking Tesseract for 20 movies. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, here we are. So now I, I, I was really cool with that. Um, it was great. One of the things that they say about the uh, Flurkins is that they can, like, their stomach is, like, you know, in between dimensions, like a, a real Cthulhu kind of, you know, to think so it's like it was very safe down there so it's really funny because as soon as you started talking about the flurkin i my my door my blinds are open oh my god and a cat ran by on the street <laughs> it's like goose it now goes <laughs> what are you doing um yeah so the fact that it, it can eat the the cube it goes into some pocket dimension and that's pretty cool there's so many theories out there about all this stuff i think we take it at face value i think as soon as uh nick fury walks back into his office he, he sees this cube and that's when they start experimenting on it i don't think there's anything else to say about that I, it, what do you mean infinity, there's like a theory out there that's like oh is this like present day did the the flurkin always have no it has to they have to line it up. They line it up in the way it makes the most sense. No, no, no. It was in his office in the 90s. It, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like, the, what, exactly. There's a theory that's like, oh, d is this like a present day old office that... No. No. False. No, no, no. False. Sorry. No. Uh, Thanos took it in his big fat hand and he squeezed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he, he put yeah. it in the thingy. And all gone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited to see Captain Marvel 2. Um, um, okay, so do we talk about, uh, okay, we talked about uh, Jude Law. You know, Jude Law was weird in this movie. I thought that, um, I thought he was going to be Marvel. I guess we all thought he was going to be Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I think he just went, I think he thought he was going to be Marvel too, you know? <laughs> I think he thought, I think he thought he was going to have a much larger role in this. He's like, I'm fucking... I'm fucking Drew Lowe, fucking young Pope, what the fuck, all right? And, like, he's going to be in there doing it and being awesome, and he's really not in a ton of it, you know? And yeah. he doesn't, like, and every time he's in it, he's, like, he's kind of one of the bad guys, you know? So, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. I think th they kind of, 
they had to do that, right? They had to have someone that would be believable to be the mentor that she looked up to and that she learned from. And, um, but no, like obviously she never saw him in the, in the Supreme intelligence. So like, yeah, it's, it's enough to be on the edge that it's believable. Um, but it, it is kind of, I, I mean, I th- I still think that the twist works that, you know, he's the one that kind of orchestrated everything. No, it's, it's um, fine. It's, it's, it's totally cool. Um, Okay, so you know, then the the other people that we didn't really touch on were the um, other Cree, like Ronan and Korath. Korath, and, like they're they're fine. I you know, I love how we had like the the first like Darth Vader or Emperor version of Ronan. I was like, is that all we're gonna get of him? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, he's just like a blue. <laughs> no, he was great. I hologram. I I liked all the I liked him. Uh, you know, I like those guys. Um. You know, it comes from it comes from James Gunn, so like, it feels authentic. Yeah. They're grounded in that universe. I liked Lee Pace. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's he brings a lot to it. Korath is cool. Digimon Hansu is a badass. You know, he's great. You know, yeah, it's great and to I have think them back. They they set them up on the path to where they're gonna be in Guardians One. Like, yeah, you, you but, can see the seeds there. Okay, right? but something I also don't want to happen in the rest of the Avengers movies is I don't want it to be that it that we're constantly doing this kind of retcon. Like yeah. that, I think is going to get really annoying, and I think that would start. It's only going to just put in more opens and openings in the universe for it to unravel itself. And I think that they have to maybe figure out a little bit more of a a. Uh, I don't know a uh, a more judicious way of distributing the retcon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that it's not so much like if we're gonna get it. If if the whole point of bringing Lee Pace and Korath back is so that they can play a bigger role in the second movie, like are we gonna spend it? You know, figure you know going over why Ronan is wearing different clothes. Are we going to go over his speeches or is Thanos going to show up? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that with all the movies going forward. I don't want them to feel tied to this. I'm kind of okay with whatever happens after Endgame, or okay. Really whatever happens after far from home being totally new and different and weird. Yeah. Like we've just, they just did this. There is no doing this again. You know what I mean? There is no mm-hmm. fifth Avengers movie where we get, Chris Evans and RDJ back to fight, you know, Krang the Conqueror. Like that—that's not—that's not, not going to happen. It'll be new people who are going to do that, and it'll be a new threat, and it'll be a new kind of inverted universe that we haven't seen before. But it'll never be Avengers 2012 again, and like that's what I'm kind of excited to to see and play around with in Endgame. Uh, so okay, that's true. Uh, Anything else that we want to talk about, Miss uh, Captain Marvel? Excuse me, uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. No, I think I think this movie. I mean, the only other thing we could add this as our own post credit scene is, is the post credit scene. Um, but I think the movie itself is 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 a fun ride. Is that um, like is that a way to like even shelter people who are like I'm going to listen to their spoiler filled podcast, but I don't want to know what's in the post credit scene, so we'll put. The post <laughs> will do the, our post credit scene discussion after the after the song. I, I, you, we could do that if you want. 
<laughs> but it's like if you've seen this movie and you didn't stay for, for the credits, like what the fuck are you fall. doing? Uh, all right. Um, I mean, just because of the joke, now we have to do it. So yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. So that that's gonna happen. That'll happen in post production. Um. Anything else? No, I'm good. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this week's episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed our discussion on Captain Marvel and let us know what you thought about it, uh, what, about the movie, and if you have any questions for us, you can always email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can reach out to us on the socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please leave us a rating and review. Um, we are now on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher, and Google, Google Play. Play, everything. So um, we know you're listening, so we want to hear from you. We will read out questions on the air. We will have conversations and chats about whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, but I think moving forward, uh, we have Game of Thrones coming up in about a month. Also Endgame coming out in like a month and a half. So we have a lot of things to cover. Oh, my God. Um, All right, guys. Well... You know what to do. Um, Take it easy. Be good. And uh, catch you on the next one. All right. Bye. All right. So now the post-credit scene discussion. Okay. uh, For this... Okay. Why this movie reminds me of Phase 1, I've been saying it the whole time is that this is one of the great moving the plot forward post-credit scenes. Um, And we haven't had one of these in a while. Uh, And it was really fun to be reminded of the the joy and the delight of seeing some surprise characters in a movie you didn't think were going to show up. I mean, I knew that we were going to see somebody, but it was not the people I thought it was going to be, and it was not what I thought was going to happen. Frank, what? Yeah. How were your expectations about the post-credit scene? Did they were they met or surpassed? Um, I think they were surpassed. Because uh, I I agree. I think even going back to like Thor Ragnarok, where we had um, Thanos' ship coming, like we knew Thanos was coming. Like that's like that's something we knew was happening. That's like the well, next but movie. it it didn't it so, didn't because that ship comes down, but we don't know what that ship looks like. So. Taika, sure. Taika and the Russos have to come out and say that's Thanos's ship, <laughs> which sure, which sure. is not how those scenes are supposed to work. <laughs> but but you're right in that th- this one is much more moving forward um, than just like oh Bucky's alive oh Bucky's weird uh, Bucky doesn't know what's happening like basically they're all yeah, about Bucky. It's all there's a lot uh, of there's a lot of Bucky in a post credit scene. <laughs> he doesn't get uh, he doesn't get to be featured in the movie enough. He doesn't have his own movie. He's just <laughs> in the post credit scene. <laughs> fucking Bucky. Um, but no, yeah, like so. So the setup is we have Cap and uh, what the fuck is his name? Okay, so we um, have Cap, Mark Ruffalo, Cap and... Ruffalo, and you also have War Machine, uh, Rhodey, with uh, and... ScarJo, Black Widow, Natasha, right. and it looks like they are pretty fresh off of the snap. They are watching yeah. the population fall, and they have Fury's uh, beeper pager yeah so this is definitely days later maybe a week or something but well theoretically well theoretically couldn't they have jumped like using the quinjet they have in wakanda 
to go find, you know, Fury. Like, maybe they have a, a thing for Fury or whatever. And then they go and then they find it. I think it, it takes, it, it would have taken, how would, how would they get it otherwise? Like, yeah, no, they, I think they, 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 maybe they try to contact Fury. Maybe they, um, they won't, they re- have, there's they, a beacon in his yeah. car and then they go there and they find out that he's not there. And then they found this thing that is left in his dust. And, um, but you're right. Like it could be a day, could be hours, but I think could be, um, it could be, could be a week, could be whatever it is. It's very fresh very fresh they're they're still because later in the trailers obviously we see clean shaven cap and we see um everyone kind of dealing with this aftermath which yeah. is still sort of weird that it's hard to reconcile like if captain marvel shows up like what's the plan from here right like how come now they're later on like sulking they, they have this new new buddy and i don't know okay uh anything right. can happen so I think, um, all right, so just so we can fully explain, uh, they tur- they go the beepers, you know, they've been turning it on and off, and then they turn around, and then standing right behind uh, Black Widow is Captain Marvel with hair that is slightly longer and a suit that looks a little bit more beat up, and she like, immediately says, where's Fury? We know right. Fury has been dusted, and there's nothing we can do about that. Um, and then, boom, fade to black, here we go. So if we know that Captain Marvel is now on Earth, we know that she's not going to be saving Tony. Um, Tony is probably going to be figuring his way out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, also, you know, we didn't see any of Thor. We don't even know where Thor is. In the trailer, it looks like Thor is traveling someplace else. Who even knows? Um, it's also, uh, And now, pretty much, uh, you know... Uh, hey, in that, so if in the scene where, hey, think about this, if Captain Marvel comes back and Steve has his beard, and then in the trailer we see that Ant-Man comes back and he doesn't have the beard, so do you think that, like, Captain Marvel comes back, she kind of explains what's going on, and then, like, the next day, uh, Ant-Man shows up, and this is, like, and, you know, or, or are they spending, like, a significant amount of time with Captain Marvel building new equipment like how long how much time is going to take place in endgame how much time is it going to cover it like the final edit is the final edit is done it's amazing that this this clip is like 30 seconds long but we we have so many questions and i mean yeah endgame is going to be like three hours is that where they're they're landing right now that's where they were that's where they were landing a few weeks ago i think they're probably a little shorter than that but if it Um, was three hours and there was a fucking intermission that would be the coolest shit that ever happened I yeah. would, I would love it. I would be so down. I don't know. I don't need an intermission. I, <laughs> I, fuck that. Let's <laughs> keep fucking going. Keep going. Get me I'll a fucking be, catheter. Dad, <laughs> diapers. <laughs> um, no, I think um, it is really odd to me. You're right. Like, is there? Is she gonna basically come down? Like, because obviously her reaction seems like she's looking for Nick. Um, but she, it, it doesn't seem like she knows what happened to half the population. No, she yeah. doesn't know what's going on yet. But like, also, where has she been all this time? Like, she, what's she been doing? Like, is she, did she jump back to Earth from 2019, or is she time travel and like from like 1997 or something? You know, a couple of years after her movie and jumps forward in time. Like, who, like I don't know. I don't know. I don't that, know either. 
I don't know either. That's hard to say. Um, It's kind of cool that we're getting, so you get uh, Captain Marvel with Cap. So, mm -hmm. like, they'll be interesting to play off of each other as well as Rhodey and Natasha because they're, uh, you know, all those people are, like, kind of military. Military, yeah. So, like, they'll be kind of, you know, in kind of one unit. And then we have Tony with uh, Nebula on the Benatar. And then you have Rocket, who's somewhere, and and Thor. Thor. So, you know, we, I'm I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a wild ride. I'm very excited to see the new trailer, which I think we're going to get in about a week or two. Yeah, and I think um, everyone's theories are probably right in that the the gaps in in the space of people walking in the trailer um, is probably Captain Marvel, and I feel like we might see her in a trailer now. With alongside the other Avengers, I think that's de- I think that's definitely going to happen. Um, but I don't want to see a whole lot more. I really don't. Um, no, and, um, uh, yeah, this is the 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 good old days of good old uh, uh, plot heavy post credit scenes. I loved it. The other one is played for laughs. I'm I am no longer going to wait to the end of the movie to watch that scene anymore. I'm done now. I think Marvel has has kind of fucked that up and. If they're going to go with that bit that we're going to have one serious one in the mid credits and then we're not going to have a serious one at the end credits, like, then what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I think it would be kind of behoove us to, like, send a message to them to be like, hey, like, if you're not going to do the real ones, like, fucking do the real ones, you know? I get that it's supposed that it's supposed to be a joke and that things are supposed to be funny, but motherfucker. <laughs> like, I hate that shit. Yeah, I mean... That's, that's see, frustrating. Like, there, there's implications light implications in this one and the one in Ant-Man and the Wasp where it's like it's telling what happens next like okay yeah people are aren't around like I mean Ant-Man and the Wasp is like ridiculous it's it's definitely played for laughs but this like at least it says oh yeah okay here's the here's the stone or the the, the cube it actually came out yeah that, no, no more questions sure, that's fine it, it like ties up a, a, a plot thread in a way but you got um, it Frank but you're right I, like Maybe maybe put that one in the middle and then the more serious one at the end. But I don't know. I guess it's too important. It's kind of like a trailer for the next movie. Because I don't know about you, but I did not get the Avengers trailer in front of Captain Marvel. I didn't. I, had, I didn't see one. I had um, I had Spider Man. I had um, Dark Phoenix and a couple other things, but no Avengers, which is odd. No, but. no, same. All right. 